0: in-depth and God-filled conversations with some of the brightest names in contemporary christian music and worship this is the artist interview with gordon t hello and welcome to this week's episode of the artist interview i'm your host gordon t and it's my absolute privilege and pleasure to bring to you just amazing talented artists from the world of contemporary christian music and worship and this week we've got a great band to bring to you it's consumed by fire they've got a story to tell and some wonderful music you're really going to enjoy it so let's hear their first track before we meet them this is first things first, first. And that was First Things First by Consumed by Fire. That's Caleb Ward, Jordan Ward and Josh Ward. Hey guys, how are you doing? Hey, wow. how are you? So good to be with you. Thank you for coming and joining us this side of the pond. Do you often get across to the UK?
1: Not often, no. but we want to change no. that soon. We're, yes, yeah. come on, <laughs> we're going to change that,
0: yeah. <laughs> that, that is important. I think my listeners, actually, it, it is repeated worldwide in lots of stations. So where are you guys? Where do you normally play?
1: yeah we're in just south of tulsa oklahoma a little town called wagner and it's where our mama grew up we're brothers so we'll get that out of the way yeah <laughs> um yeah we're over here in the states and just we're just loving it and been playing in the states now for a really long time and uh but we'd love to get over there yeah come spread the gospel
0: in the uk oh well we need that so that sounds important to me that's that's cool so uh maybe it'd be great to find out a bit okay your brother's you're in a band together. Clearly you all love Jesus, which is great. Can you tell us rewind time right back to however far back you want to go and tell us a little bit about your life journey, uh, how Jesus got involved in it and how you ended up being a band?
2: Yeah. I think it all starts back with our, our mama and our daddy. <laughs> Thirty-five years plus in ministry and they pioneered twelve churches worldwide and they 12, twelve in the US. Twelve in the yeah. US. I, I think what, nine mm-hmm. are still going? Yeah. Dozens all over the globe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thirty-three dead. 33 wow. nations, uh, just missions has always been in our family and in the heart of our family. So to be doing this band and doing it together as, as a family, uh, it just feels like uh, carrying out the legacy, carrying out, you know, uh, the heart in which uh, mom and dad have ministered through all the years, it's Special.
0: That That is really quite cool. In fact, actually, you know, it's difficult for listeners when there's three people, it's hard to know who, well, there's four of us, I suppose, but people know my voice out. But but for you guys, maybe you could just introduce yourselves uh, and say what instrument you play or what you do in the band.
1: Yeah, My name's Jordan, and I play drums and percussion, and I sing some harmony vocals. Caleb, and I do a lot of singing and <laughs> some acoustic piano here and
3: there. Mm-hmm. And I'm Josh, and I play guitar and whatever else uh, <laughs> we got to get done. And he sings as well. And as <laughs> well. A lot of singing.
0: And you're all smiling and you're all laughing together. So i got to say, bands with brothers, to me it sounds like a recipe for a lot of strife, and yet you, you look like you're enjoying it. Is it. Has it been one of those things that, okay, so your parents were Christians, they were always doing church stuff. Did you become Christians yourselves, all so young that you barely remember it, or was it like that teenage struggle and angsty brothers and all that sort of stuff, or what happened?
2: Uh, we definitely grew up in the church. I think one of the, the cutest stories... We got as bros uh, <laughs> as roses. One, uh, one Sunday night, I had the suit jacket over my head, and I'm just kind of bouncing up and down in the jacket, and Jordan thinks I'm giggling. And so he's laughing, cracking up. Finally, he pulls back the jacket to see that I'm crying. And he's like, what's wrong with you? And service is going on. Caleb's probably four years old at this time. I was just so upset that we were in another church service. <laughs> so that was our that was our lives, bro. We were in church All nonstop. And uh, but no, we, we've always loved it. We've always loved yeah. it.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> by I mean, the time Caleb was twelve or thirteen, we told our parents we to we want to have our own ministry. You know? Yeah. And we started consumed by fire. Then we only share that to to have. Parents encourage their kids when they say, Hey, I want to do this or I want to do that. Because if our parents wouldn't have supported us, we might not be here today right. doing what we're doing. And um, so, yeah.
0: So, when you were 13, you said you want to have your own ministry. Is that, is that, is that when you said we're, we're good enough musically to start a band?
1: <laughs> no, we definitely weren't good
0: enough, but no. we had the heart for it. Yeah,
2: you know? I was a little injured. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's, that's, that's quite young. How, how old are you guys now?
2: I just turned 30 uh, last month. What are
0: you, where are you down? I'm bad? 33. 33 and 37. Yeah. So there it is. Okay. So a little bit of an age range. So, but I guess, so so when one of you was 13, the other one was, was 20.
3: Yeah. I, I was, I was off being the, the, the experimental prodigal child. <laughs> yeah. You know, had, had to make the parents work for it a little bit harder. No, <laughs> no, we, we've always, you know, we've always done ministry together in our family and, and, you know, Everybody has, you know, all the angsty teenage years and stuff. You know, I played in metal bands, you know, for a while and stuff and just had a good time with that. But worship was always such a forefront of, of our ministry with our parents. Jordan started playing the drums uh, whenever he was eight, seven or eight years old. Yeah. Because uh, we needed a drummer, you know, <laughs> and, and, and I was, I was worship at 12, I think is about the time so we all started really young yeah, within yeah. the ministry. so
0: and and your parents were fully supportive which i say makes a world of difference so have you ever had normal jobs or have you always been doing music
3: for caleb and i it's always been consumed by fire yeah, yeah i had a lot of jobs i i, I worked <laughs> in a uh my uncle owned a construction company so i worked for that and then i've worked uh i actually was uh managing a music store whenever mm. I got the call from my brother saying, hey, we're going to Nashville and we're going to really we just feel the calling to really do this thing for real. And I was like, well, you're not going without me. So, yeah. so that, was, that was that.
0: So so at what point were you good enough? And um, what what was your first shows like? Where did you do them? Or was it just worship? <laughs> where, where, tell us about tell us about the journey.
2: I, yeah, with the journey, we're, we're still, we're still working on, right on the good. We're still <laughs> working on it. I don't think that ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, so many of our friends are just so gifted, and there's so many people in the, in the CCM all, all over the world. It's like
1: they're so incredibly God-gifted, it makes you go, you know what, I quit,
3: Maybe I'm, I'm not one doing one.
1: it. You know, but <laughs> yeah, the, the old statement that we grew up <laughs> on in the South, we heard it a lot is, God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. <laughs> so, uh, like, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> it was, I remember. I remember being oh gosh, probably nineteen, twenty years old, and hearing hey, your brothers are going to do a concert uh, of, about an hour down the road, <laughs> and there was a venue that was literally a ten foot wide hallway, basically.
0: Okay. <laughs>
3: and it was and it packed with kids. It packed with kids, wall to wall, and I was like. They had the, he had the charisma from a young, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> to pull it off. In fact, I think most would say you calmed down quite a lot because <laughs> Caleb was. I mean, he looked like uh, a young a- Angus Young, just rock, <laughs> I mean, with a guitar just all over the place, just so in,
0: running around in in your picture, Caleb. Take take your hat off for a moment, sir, if you don't mind me asking is it it's not quite so dyed as it was in one of the pictures it doesn't look so much when when i I saw a picture of you i went looks a bit like a young george michael from wham so because it's like all really cool looking so um it's, it's sort of a compliment i think I, I don't think you guys are old enough to actually remember those years but so anyway okay so so your very first show therefore was actually a, a total sellout packed out venue
1: i'll tell you we've had a it, it all went down from there for a while it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. no we uh... You know, we joke about the early days, as everybody probably should. But one thing we grew up hearing is don't despise the day of small beginnings. We knew that was scripture. We knew, you know, Job 8, 7, though your beginning is small, your latter days will greatly increase. And yeah, we just, um, we always had mom and dad in our ears telling us, hey, it's okay. You know, slow growth is solid growth. They'd always just give us so much wisdom of keep, yeah. keep getting better, wait on the Lord, and then, you know, the gift makes room. That's what Proverbs says. The, the gift that God's put on the inside of you, it will put you in the right rooms at the right time. And mm-hmm. we just leaned on that. And now we share the same thing with younger artists. So.
0: That's cool. So on your first your first single that you actually released then, when when was that? Oh, my. First single. Uh, What
1: would that have been? Walk our, Through the Fire? Yeah, our first single to radio was Walk Through the Fire. That would have been in 2015 with uh, another label. Yeah.
0: So, so you've done two albums... And one ep is that right yeah yes. that, we'll,
1: that we want to talk about absolutely, absolutely. yes disregarding <laughs> yes. yes. the very early days yes. yes
0: so so if people want to go and find the very early days where, where do oh. they look uh,
1: <laughs> no, no, no. no they won't want to do that, no. we ain't
0: helping you, that. You're, gonna, you're gonna have to look on youtube somewhere or something like that i would imagine so um but anyway okay so um i suppose it'd be helpful if we just found out a little bit about your musical um influences who've been the people that have inspired you the most on your journey
2: oh yeah
1: musically speaking musically well oh,
2: it's, it's, it's all over the place all over the we time. grew
3: up we grew up in the south uh, of the states with you know which just has it's so rich in blues and and, and gospel music history um mm-hmm. that you know the southern rock and then the, the California the West Coast singer songwriters of the 60s and 70s Our dad loved that stuff growing up. So that was always a big influence. But then he was, you know, he was in ministry his whole life. So we were very plugged into what was going on in in Christian and gospel music, you know, at that all growing up through our whole lives. So we have everything from James Taylor, uh, the Allman Brothers, (laughs) uh, Leonard Skinner, Eric Clapton, big Bob Seger fans, Mm -hmm. all the way to Carmen, (laughs) uh amy grant you know rich mullins michael w smith all that stuff was complete staples in our house at at all times
0: really okay so quite a breadth of different things then okay and and if you were to give yourself a genre which i don't want to say ccm let's assume your lyrics are not necessarily about jesus but the style of music what would you define yourselves as?
3: Oh, yeah. I think we've always kind of thrown the term out there of uh, soul pop, so, soul pop yeah. or Southern pop, but <laughs> yeah. just, just yeah. kind of jokingly, you know, amongst ourselves, just kind of what genre would this be? I you think, know? It, I think yeah. at any given time, you even hear
1: like a Ray Charles influence heavily. Like if we were to narrow it down, it's somewhere in a, in a Ray Charles meets Bob Seger kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah that became a worship leader somewhere down the road yes. and then they, they created this little hybrid and that that's who that's what we sound know, like so. very soul pop I think driven yeah, yeah. yeah. soul pop that's
0: cool that's cool so on your journey uh, and let's hope it's got a long way to go but on your journey there'll be different challenges that you meet I'm sure what's been the challenge that you've most had to lean on Jesus for uh, and how did it help you through it
2: Oh, I think the biggest challenge is whenever you see a a block of dates in the calendar when you'll be away from the family and you you take a deep breath and you go, you know what, we're giving this to the Lord. We're going to do our best. We're going to try and, you know, find out the dates when the kiddos can be with us and you know, all that. And it's just, it, it really is. That's the
1: probably the hardest part of what we do, of what we mm-hmm. do. Is- but then it in our personal lives. The last handful of years, we just went through the most challenging time as a family. Yeah. Um, early 2019, our dad had a massive stroke. And then a lot of other complications. Once we got in the hospital, we would stay in the hospital for 15 months. At that point, then he was able to come home, miraculously able to come home, as you can imagine, after 15 months in the hospital. And then we uh, we came home for a time after that as well, and, and nursed and nursed him and took care of him. Came off the road. It was it was really a lot different for us. All we've ever known is the road, um, but it was the most obvious choice. Come off the road. Serve your dad, serve your man of God, serve your family, your mom and dad. And and uh that was challenging. There was a lot of lot of uh hills and valleys and things going on in the in the last handful of years. And we just leaned on on the word of God, leaned on the promises of God. Yeah. And uh that's where we actually wrote this next song from.
0: Well, that probably leads us very nicely into it. Tell us all about the next song and why you wrote it.
2: I think I think what hope says you know in a world where you literally don't know what you're going to wake up to, uh, especially, you know, the, yeah. the news outlets, all the media, it's like, oh my goodness, everywhere you turn, but then you're reminded, oh, wait a minute. The word the word says that we're, we're blessed. The word says that he has plans for us. The word says we're going to be prosperous. And I think whenever we start, you know, having those anthems for us to sing uh, and keeping our mind on on things that are loving, good, true, positive, and, and it's not putting our head in the singing. It's not what we were doing here, but I think, If we, if we, whatever we look at, the longest magnifies, right? And so with
1: Hope Says, we needed this song. It's a, whose report are you (laughs) going to believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. (laughs) So if we get a little church with you for a minute, we'll take it down south (laughs) of the church. (laughs) This was all one of those moments. Yeah, we're going to believe the report of the Lord. Yeah, Yeah.
2: we we needed this.
0: (laughs) We did. And that was Hope Says by Consumed by Fire. And the guys are still with us here for the artist interview. Thanks so much for being this, guys. And thanks for all that you shared about your journey already. You know, it'd be wonderful if you're happy right now to pray for listeners. Absolutely.
1: Especially after hearing this song, I just, I want to speak to every situation, every broken home, every hopeless scenario. Father, we thank you for the truth of the word we lean into the promises that you've made as we know that you don't lie. You can't lie. It's impossible for you to lie. So we lean on your word and we thank you for it. Even before we see anything, before we feel anything, we know that you're working behind the scenes. We, we trust you. And we, and we, we believe that we've received when we speak to the mountain, we believe that we've received, I speak peace into every home that's listening into every family that needs a touch lord we thank you that you're you're healing you are the healer you're healing them emotionally physically spiritually in every way we thank you lord for touching these homes and these families and we give you praise and glory for it in advance in Jesus name we pray
0: amen amen Amen. Amen. Thank you very much indeed for that prayer. Now, if you're listening at home in the UK, then if you're thinking, well, you know, I might want to try this Jesus thing out, just want to encourage you to get along to a local church. You can pop along to www.findachurch.co.uk because there are many churches that would love to help you find more of God's love. If you're listening on one of our partner stations worldwide or on the podcast, uh, feel free just to. Well, if you're on the podcast, you better contact your nearest local church or Christian radio station. Uh, If you're listening on a partner station, then contact the station and just ask them to point you to the nearest best church they know. I'm sure they would love to do that for you. So, guys, let's find out a little bit more about what's actually happening right now. So we're recording this, well, very end of March 2023. That's just for the context for those people who might be listening on Playback somewhere. Tell us a little bit about what the next 12 months have in store for you. Oh, my. (laughs) Lots of traveling.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just a lot of traveling, man. We're excited about the Caleb Fan Awards coming up. We're excited about seeing a lot of our radio friends in June, a big conference we do in the industry in Orlando. Lots of
3: festivals coming up this summer and, and fall here.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a great time of just traveling seeing old friends reuniting yeah. but also meeting new friends out on the road and touring and and uh, hopefully by this time next year we can have plans to get across the pond that would be really uh, awesome yeah. we can come back and spend some more time with you maybe do it in person that'd be great Amen.
0: that would be that would be very very cool so so the ep first things first uh, that came out quite recently when did that come out
1: yeah uh, it just came out of
0: last last, right? week, or, last week yeah, yeah it was, mm-hmm. last week so i say quite recently absolutely right very recently so in fact you guys <laughs> did get featured on the new music update here in in the UK so uh, we thought what great music and that's why you got this invite so we were very impressed so um so will you be when you're touring you've got the, the new songs from EP uh, do you always have like a whole little catalog of songs that you're just working on that sort of come out on your shows that people haven't yet heard on online and things like that
3: That'll happen for sure. Yeah. Always. Yeah, <laughs> the, These songs, I mean, even the songs on the EP, we've been living with a few of these songs um, for what, for maybe over a year. So, yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, as these songs come and the ones that really connect with you before you even have the opportunity to get them on a record, they're going to come out. Yeah. And then also some of the some of the songs from the earlier days, you know, mm-hmm. we'll. We'll we'll sneak a couple of those in there. We'd like to keep it real fresh. We do. Organized. I
1: really think each night is as much as it can be the same, the same. We do try to keep a really good, you know, tight set list. But then we, we also allow moments to where each night is its own night. Yeah. So we may play this song that we didn't play last night kind of thing. Okay. And uh, we really like to do that. We give each stop kind of their own experience as much as we can. And so we enjoy doing that. Well, thankfully, we'll we'll kind of split the night up in two
2: sets. We'll we'll do our songs, and then we'll transition into a time of worship. And how we grew up, yeah. you know, over all the years, when it when it comes time for the worship stuff, normally we'll have a couple songs we know we're gonna, you know, maybe open with, but then the rest is spontaneous, yeah. and, and that's fun for us because. Yeah it really is more about our flow and just worship and kind of how we were raised in the church. You know, you, you have maybe three songs and then from there it's off to the races. <laughs> you right. just go from your spirit. That's right. So it's fun to do that. place.
0: That's cool. What's your favorite, each you've got to answer this one, favorite worship song, which, which track, who's it by? Oh. I can't be, but I can't remember one you guys have written.
1: Oh, <laughs> God. You know, I, at any <laughs> given time, it's, it seems like wherever we go, um, that's a heart fun. of worship will come out all of
2: the I time say, yeah
3: to mm-hmm. I
2: always love nothing but the blood that'll him that's yeah. uh that one hits me hard
3: um what you think golly there's just a few songs that you could it's like you, they will never leave <laughs> no the repertoire um nothing uh, but the blood I, I think surrender it, all maybe the name a thousand of them. I, <laughs> I don't I don't want to pick your answer we don't whatever,
2: give him that's the it. pen
1: for the set list you know <laughs> what I'm saying Especially before the show. We'll never get
3: to the show. We'll never. (laughs) get.
0: I should have made it easier. I'm going to make it easier. Okay. So you can definitely all pick. (laughs) You're not allowed to choose the same person. Favorite Christian artist.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Mine's got to be Tomlin. I just love him. Oh, yeah. I love him. Absolutely right now. You know, I I don't mention his name enough, but it's weird. I've been saying I really love Crowder, man. Oh, dude. And I I was talking about that yesterday. Man, I love Crowder. Yeah.
3: Probably for me. Um, I'm gonna go newsboys. I've seen I've seen so many artists over the years, man, and they're like that have there's so many special nostalgic attachments to these things. I think more than them because they started playing shows when they were teenagers. I I was going to shows.
1: You really just flex? That's a weird
3: flex. More than them. (laughs) DC Duck. I've been around, (laughs) I've got history here, man. That's a really (laughs) weird flex.
1: I don't even know what artist you said. To be honest with
0: you,
3: what artist? Newsboys. News
0: okay, sorry. They were they were like the first big, big show without. <laughs> so, just to say, uh, I would say Crowder, excellent choice. Um, in fact, they're all good choices. But the reason I'm going to say Crowder, excellent choice, was because when when we had Crowder on the Arsenic, he told us. The funniest story I think the funniest story we have ever heard on the artist interview. Uh, if you're listening at home, you're thinking oh, I must have missed that episode. Look it up on the podcast, David Crowder. Absolutely hilarious moment when um, when he tells us the truth about his first week of marriage. Anyway, oh I love it. Oh, uh, You've got to right. you check it out, guys. So anyway, right? Okay, so moving moving on though. Moving on. Uh, it'd be interesting to know your favourite moment with God. What's the thing that God has? Just, you know, sometimes when you could be going about your normal business even and God comes and interrupts it or in a show situation, what's been, or a worship situation, you know, a show, it's an interesting thing when you're worshiping, isn't it? But what's, what's been a time when God has stepped in and got involved in what you're doing in such a way you go, wow, that was a God moment?
1: There are so many nights on the road. There's countless, truly. my um, God. And they all kind of run in together and it's kind of it serves as our fuel to keep going for the next. We're always excited about what he's going to do next. But yeah. I do remember if we go all the way back, one that really impacted us that we've talked about a handful of times. It's a very sensitive story, but also shows you the need for what we're not. Like you said, we're not just going out and playing a concert. It's kind of the, the little bit of the thing that gets people in. And then they go, this wasn't a concert at all. Uh, there was a there was a little boy. His name was Caleb, actually. And this was in the first few years, handful of years, as I was going out on our own and playing um, as Consumed by Fire. There was a little boy. He was seven years old. And he said, um, tonight, before before this concert, I, I had considered taking my life. I don't know how to, how to put this gently. But he was seven years old. And and he said, I I felt something that I experienced God in a way where I don't feel the same depression. I don't feel the same. You know, he was explaining he don't feel the same as he did when he walked in, in, in his seven-year-old words, as best as he could. And then he, it turns out his dad was also struggling with the same thing, and that little boy didn't know. And that night, a whole family was restored to a relationship with the Lord that brought them hope and brought them healing. And, and the, I just watched that dad, we watched that dad hold this little boy his little—he had no idea that little boy was struggling with the same thing. That little boy had no idea his dad was struggling with the same thing, and I, I believe that home was forever impacted. Obviously, just from encountering the presence of God, it's more than just playing some songs. It's more than just doing a set list. It's—it's it's really creating an atmosphere and, and, and that people can encounter yeah. their loving heavenly Father. And—and and that moment, man, we just think on moments like that. We, we, we don't want to do anything else for the rest of our
0: lives. Well, it's an incredibly powerful story. Uh, you guys don't know this, but the last interview I recorded was with Ben Fuller. And one of the questions I asked him was, is there a story you've got that you just want to share, just an extra one? It was a, it was almost a throwaway story. And he shared about how he himself, just a few weeks ago, had got to that same point himself. And yeah. I've, I've noticed sometimes with doing the last interview that sometimes God wants to speak clearly to people. And he brings... An artist sharing a story and you go, well, that was a strange, but really important story. And then the next week, someone shares an and you go, gosh, that's a powerful story. And it's the same topic. And then the next week again. And I just want to say, dear listener, you know, if this is you, if you're going, yeah, that's, that's me. I, I, I feel like that right now. I just want to say, you know, the song we just played, Hope Says, talks about the fact that there is hope in all situations, you know, and that's what God says. He holds out his hand to you and he says, I am your hope. Trust in me. I will never fail you. I will never leave you. I haven't stopped loving you. You're not alone. And I just want to encourage you again. Don't miss this opportunity. You don't need to walk this road alone. Get, get, get some help. If you're in the UK, if you need it right now, call the Samaritans. They're, they're there for exactly this reason. Reach out to a friend. Just be honest and say, I am, I am in this really hard place and I don't want to stay in this place any longer because God wants to bring change. And I don't think it's any coincidence these guys have come and shared that story uh, on the show today. And I am so grateful for them bringing it. It was a sensitive subject. It is a difficult subject. Dear listener, you are so loved and God is on your case because he will not stop loving you. So just take this opportunity at the end of the show, call someone straight away and say, I just need help. Get to a church, find someone who can actually just help you get out of the hole that you found yourself in right now. Guys, thank you for sharing. Uh, sorry, th- you didn't expect that response, I'm sure. But you know, when God's doing something, we've got to just give give it that moment, haven't we? So appreciate it. Wow. Okay. So, tell me about a time you've been on the road when something funny has happened. <laughs> yeah, it's a big swerve. You want
3: me to come up with something fast? Yeah, go first. That'd be great. We were we were at a at a, at a church doing a, a big event. Uh, a community event and they had built a huge uh backdrop almost like like for like a play or a show um a theatrical performance and the drum set was set up on a big riser right in front of this massive wooden and and sheetrock made you're really backdrop. throwing me under the
1: bus right now really
3: <laughs> and jordan mostly get on the drums and the drum throne is not balanced
1: well that's a nice way to put it i was a little and heavier it, then and, and- it, yeah. And it collapses.
3: Yeah, yeah. And it collapses. And we're all looking and we kind of, we're trying not to chuckle, make sure he's okay. But then this giant backdrop. <laughs> Falls right oh, on top of the entire And I was trapped. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was okay. We did not laugh until we knew he
0: You'll probably have got your back here, Jordan, haven't they? <laughs> you
3: know,
1: I've never seen so many people in a small church gather for a sound check before. But it's like oh, all yeah. of a sudden I became it the gorilla. Was, it the was Zoom. the most people.
3: You know, normally during a sound check, they don't let a lot of people in the building there were so many people <laughs> <laughs> they all witnessed
0: it it was great yeah, that was, was great good story Josh you're welcome <laughs> brilliant Is that I I think that's a, a suitable story I'm sorry where you got squished but I'm glad you can laugh about it that's cool. <laughs> so let, let's talk record label so so here you are you're busy consumed by fire putting putting out music hopefully telling lots of people about Jesus on the road as you go uh, I've been to know Red Street Records. They're, they're not they're not the biggest of labels, but I tell you what, they're really good to deal with. So tell me a little bit about why you chose Red Street Records. How know if that will come about? Yeah,
1: I I think for all of us, a dear buddy of ours that our last label ended up working at this one, brought is over, was so kind. We we started with Red Street as writers, and so yeah. we um we were in the hospital during that period of time in the hospital with our dad. They were so sweet to be patient with us and and offered us a publishing uh, agreement to, to come on and write for other artists on their label and, and in yeah. town and and so yeah Jay Demarcus from Rascal Flats he started Red Street Records and uh, yeah he's pretty cool he's a great he's guy great. and he has a, he's a kingdom heart has a kingdom drive about him and and, um,
3: and you know you could do anything if you're Jay Demarcus you could start any kind of a label you wanted to do any kind of business yeah. he could have done a lot of things other than choose to share the gospel through music. Yeah. Right. And it, it just speaks volumes about who he is. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Drew was in for sure. And then, as we would
1: write for, you know, I think it was probably a two year period, close to a two year period with Red Street. Yeah, Dad had come home at that point, and we were like, "Hey, I, maybe you know, we." It was the third song of the day we wrote. First things first, and um, and it was that song that made us go, "We've gotta, we gotta revive this." consumed by fire we got to revive it get on the road we got to be who we are and this song really pulled yeah. us into that awakening if you will and and Jada Marcus and the whole team at red street just keeps growing and growing over there um they've been so supportive and such champions for what we're doing and partners with our ministry
0: yeah blessing cool so it was a thing that sort of evolved from 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 writing i was, I was interested I was, I was gonna ask who does what within the band with regards to writing but it's sounds like you all right
3: we all right yes, yes sir okay. more than me for sure but yeah that's something from the very beginning you know from the very beginning as 13 year old kids i remember you know they would tell the story sometimes about how you know they decide to be a band and and they're writing these songs and and sometimes you know you get into a disagreement in that creative <laughs> process especially yeah. as young teenagers and i remember dad yelling up the stairs going hey you two need to separate and go to your rooms and then one of them yells down we can't we have to go record this song tomorrow
1: <laughs> there's no parenting book you yeah. know for this kind of
0: thing <laughs> that's funny I like that so 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 sometimes differences of opinions but but yeah. the end result is good though so that works all right Did but these days I guess it's a smoother process he says hopefully
1: i mean yeah oh, no, no,
3: no, it's, it's it,
1: definitely smoother yeah
3: well there's more people in the room now yeah <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And, and and your dad's not shouting yeah, yeah the Brothers, cool.
1: were, the scripture says brothers were built for adversity so it's like hey we're making each other better at the end of this so yeah, we but, don't run from it we just embrace i will it.
2: say i think the only time we see some of that kind of short side of one another would be when we're just tired that's you right. know like yeah. if if we're on maybe the you know third or fourth song of the day or We've had a whole week blocked off, and it's like you know what you did this the other day, and I'm tired of it. <laughs> yeah, and we're not doing that again. You know what I mean? So it, some of that gets you know yeah. it gets chippy by the fourth day right in a row. But yeah. normally it's pretty, pretty solid.
0: Pretty good. Pretty pretty good. You mentioned families. So what what is your family situation for each of you?
2: Yeah, I have two kids, two boys, back to back. My oldest will be seven in June, and my my youngest is just right underneath him, and he'll be six in September. So yeah. Jonah and Judah,
3: they're my world man.
0: You guys, you guys are good on your biblical names, aren't you? Oh, <laughs>
3: yeah. 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 Josh has I two. I broke away. I think I'm the only one that broke away from the, the biblical. How dare names. you <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even He's think these are prodigal. I know yeah, yeah, <laughs> <prodigal>. we're still <laughs> believing. The Lord's working on <laughs> my, my seven year old, um, Miss Audrey Rose. Um She's my oldest, and then I have a four-year-old, uh, Owen Wayne, and they are the they hit art. So our kids, my kids and his kids are within a year apart, basically all stair step together. So it, you can imagine, especially when we get the joy of bringing them on the road with us. It's, yeah. uh,
0: it's never a dog. Wow. I mean, yeah. Exciting. Yeah. So two of you have answered.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm a happy <laughs>
0: uncle.
3: <laughs> there it
1: is. I was like,
3: Go on, Gordon. Go on.
1: No, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I just enjoy, I truly do. I enjoyed being able to. It's, it's your content. Yeah, yeah, I'm content. <laughs> it's really like an episode of Full House at any given moment. It's yes, yes. I'm probably Uncle Danny, but okay. anyway.
0: <laughs> so let me tell you about how many times I watched Full House. Wait, what's Full House?
1: Okay, got it. Well, well there was a guy named bob sagat once but
0: for people who listen to this in the states this is all very relevant people in the uk we're just going no idea what they're talking about now but but it sounds like fun it's yeah. great
3: now
2: the office originated in the uk correct
0: the office did originate in the uk that's right and then and then it got ported over to you guys so
2: how did you feel about all
0: i've i've so i've seen i've seen i've seen numbers of the office uk but i've never seen the office us so i don't know how it compares and and I think purists who have watched the whole of The Office UK probably do not think the US version is quite as sharp, if I'm honest. But I don't know. You can tell me your opinion. Have you seen, have you seen any of the UK version?
3: I have, seen, yeah. I have seen some of the UK stuff. I will say the UK stuff is smarter and the US stuff is more goofy. Yeah. Kind of dumb okay. dumber, you know,
0: situations. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, don't, I, I don't know i don't know why they've made it dumber for the americans that to me sounds very harsh
3: <laughs> can you <imagine> why?
0: Uh, <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> oh dear i'm getting a lot of trouble i i, I can see stations dropping my yeah. show like mad now so <laughs> anyway anyway <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> dear american cousins we love you so much so um oh. okay so, so so I like the American way. I spent a lot of my time talking to Americans and they are some of my favorite people so that is okay you guys and I, I will say this on air sorry dear English friends generally speaking Americans are much more po- positive much more positive than the Brits so um, I don't I don't know if the Brits might be more realistic I, I can't say but Americans <laughs> are always more positive so generally speaking and it brings a lot of joy so that's a, that's a good quality. so okay but what I wanted to ask about, I, I have got a question lined up for you guys in, in the back of my brain. It's a simple one. Favorite Bible story uh, and why it's your favorite? And you can give three different answers. In fact, you're not allowed to get the same answer.
1: You're always talking about the woman with the issue
2: of blood, man. Well, no, yeah, it's powerful. I mean, it's...
0: It doesn't have to be something you personally relate to. No, yeah. no, no I, I think that one is. There's just so many. Um,
1: Reaching out in faith, is, I think, is something we can all relate to. Yeah. Like we're in a hopeless situation. We're in a place of everybody that's professional in their in their given professions told us it wasn't gonna happen. But I believed that if I could just touch the hem of his garment and it's like there's that faith moment.
0: For listeners for listeners who maybe they've tuned in even by accident to the show, they don't normally listen, just give us a little snapshot of what's the story about and and why is it something that you go wow that's that's important
3: yeah
1: I, you want me to take that
0: one since i just ripped it out of your you hand
3: know, <laughs> he, he, he totally he totally stole it, but that's okay
0: i'm sorry <laughs>
3: no
2: no no anymore I'm, I'm just so stuck on paul lately hey, the, go the, for it. i'll fact, come back i'll come back to the
1: woman here we go <laughs> the, the he
2: okay be in, in prison you know, okay and, and tough and in that moment you could how many of us if we were in jail would just go it's over and and the fact that Paul would take that time and say, you know what? I'm I'm gonna be inspired by the Holy Spirit that's to good. write two thirds of the New Testament with that's this guy. good bro. Like that's yeah, I just think in in, in life and maturing as a Christian, there's so many different situations that happen in our day to day when if we just kind of tilt it just a little bit, we could be going, This could be a historic moment and this is what we can do. God can yeah. use this. Only like God can, and I think we have to be open and willing to allow Him to do it and work with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, not so. let your environments
3: rule. Yeah, it yeah. oh, oh, it's over true. with. Yeah. God yeah. has yeah. left me now. This so is that, the end, you know. That, that, that is kind of how to, we
1: the, do Paul, it. to the point where Paul would say, Paul, uh-huh. he didn't call himself a prisoner of Nero, he went, yeah, I'm a prisoner of Jesus, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's that's like, I'm, I'm here for the sake of the gospel, yeah. I'm not here on Nero's. Terms. I'm but but, but, but back to
2: story. the other one. It's I still great. I love that one. But that was just been ringing in my. Yeah. Spirit. So when it comes yeah. to the
1: one with the issue of blood, I mean she she kept hemorrhaging for what was it twelve years or something like that, and it was she had no yeah. no positive report from any doctor, any professional. She didn't know, you know, how she was going to beat this condition. Yeah. It seemed terminal, and she she had heard about Jesus, and she said, "Man, I hear about this miracle working guy." And I believe there's so much power in him that I don't even got to touch his hand. If I could just touch the bottom part of the clothes that he's wearing, I believe something's going to hit my body and it's going to give me a miracle. And there was a crowd of people around Jesus one day and he was walking with his disciples and and there was all these people trying to get to Jesus and touch yeah. Jesus and trying to touch him, trying to say, Jesus, Jesus, they're calling his name. And Jesus is being pushed around in this mob of people. And then this woman who believed this is my only way, she reached out and she touched Jesus, but in a different way. She touched him in faith. And the Bible says Jesus looked at his disciples and said, who touched me? Could you imagine being the disciples going, Jesus, You're crazy. Everybody's trying to get a piece of you right now. (laughs) Everybody wants to touch you right now. He goes, no. What he was asking is, is who touched me in faith? He felt virtue come out of his body. And I believe when we can can all get to that point in our lives to where none of the reports, none of the professionals, none of the statistics are backing our situation. Uh, It might be the lowest percent that you're going to make it out. But if you reach out in faith, we still serve the same Jesus. Hebrews thirteen eight says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And, and and James would say in chapter four that all we got to do is draw near to God and he draws near to us. And so he's just as close as drawing near in your heart. And so anyways, I could go on and on and on. Yeah. The woman with the issue of blood is a beautiful story. <laughs> and uh, and I, I just love how she reached out in faith. And there was a lot of people reaching out, but the difference was her, the posture of her heart and her belief. And she received her miracle.
0: And you know what? Hold hold, far, Josh. I'm sharing yours. Jordan, you know, there's probably people right now going, yeah, well, I've got a need and I want Jesus to help me in it. And I, I am reaching out to him. Jordan, maybe we should go again with some prayer. Would you be happy to pray for people who are in that situation right now?
1: Just speak to the doubt, the unbelief, to the statistics that are staring you right in the face. We just speak to those mountains as Jesus told us to in Mark 11. We call them moved. And now we believe as we call them moved and we give you praise, Father, I believe as these people reach out to you right now in faith, you are reaching back towards them. You're not just looking at them. We thank you, Lord. You're reaching your hands back towards them wherever they're at. If they're driving in their car listening to this, if they're at their home, wherever they're at, as they just reach forward, Lord, we just believe you're reaching back towards them. You're a God that draws near to us when we draw near to you. We thank you. You're near to the broken heart. Yes. You heal the brokenhearted you bind up their wounds you're perfecting everything that concerns us and we thank you for we believe that we've received it right now in jesus name
0: Amen. amen thank you for pausing to pray you know there's always time to pause to pray that was great Josh, what's your favorite Bible story?
3: My goodness! After all that, maybe um, <laughs> we do an altar call right maybe, now. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Who's going to take up the offering? <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I'll God. go. I'll go. You know what? I'll go a little more uh, lighthearted tone now. Zacchaeus, <laughs> yes. Zacchaeus
1: was a wee <laughs> little man.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll just say a simple David and Goliath. <laughs> because it? reenacting it, because reenacting it, I uh I I actually accidentally, very accidentally, I was seven years old, very accidentally a friend of, of mine was a little taller than me and we broke the next door neighbor lady's window. Oh wow. <gasps> and we ran and to and to this day, I think back sometimes. You about used that childhood. as the excuse why you broke it. You want you were being David. And, and or we were just we were just oh. trying to live out the Bible. You know, <laughs> and, uh, the Bible is becoming real, and we didn't get in as big a trouble. And uh,
0: <laughs> won't he do it? Like, won't you know, he do it? God
3: won't God intervene on your behalf? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I can see how that would work, and you would be in less trouble. Oh, it was it was a biblical thing. Oh, okay then. So.
1: It was a Sunday afternoon. It felt like the right time to pull it out of
0: the... <laughs> oh, dear. You guys, you guys. Right, okay. So so we have got time. We have got time for one more track from you. Uh, so the track is called Walk With Jesus. Who would like to tell us about it?
2: Yeah, we, we can all hop on this one. Yeah, way. go I, for it. I'm just fired up about this one right now. I, I think in a world that it, it's... You know, you might get looked or frowned out for saying the name of Jesus. It's something that, as believers, we just have to be bold. Yeah. To go, you know, there's there's one way. You know, Jesus said, "I'm the life. I'm the the path is narrow. The gates narrow. There's one way to the Father." And I think in a world where there's there's so many different religions and there's so many different, we, we serve the God that that Moses, where he was facing against all the other gods, and he's over here. Claiming the one true God, and yeah. we have to claim Jesus, and we we have to be bold about it, and we, and we can't be timid when it comes to saying the name. Have of that Jesus.
1: Elijah type of fire to go, hey, yeah. my God's the one true God, and and I think it's so frowned upon, and it and it upsets so many people. Maybe even right now, we've got to have the boldness where we gonna where we say the whole reason I'm a Jesus person is because I believe He's the way. Otherwise, what am I doing, just picking from a buffet line? No. I, I did. He found me. And I said, you are the way. And it's the reason I'm called by his name. I'm not just calling his name because it's the one I thought was the coolest. No, he is the way. He is the truth. He's the life. And I think when people hear this song, hopefully they're going to feel that same fire we were in and are in to go. Yeah, I'm
3: going to walk with Jesus too. human nature is searching for something to fill them. And there's a lot of options on the table. It feels like now, maybe more than any other time in history. Um, everything is so accessible um, whether it be substances religions all these things and it's this people are just searching and there's only one answer to those things yeah. and and as cliche as that can sound his name is Jesus hope's name is Jesus and and that's uh, this song is just a uh, man this has been a big nice. one live for us lately too the word talks about as as the hour shortens um
2: getting to the point of persecution for his namesake. And I think when you listen to this song, you think about walking with Jesus Mm -hmm. as a a believer and a follower of Jesus Christ, we should be asking ourselves, are we willing to walk with him if it's that road? Are we willing for that? Are we we gonna gonna have that type of surrender? And uh, for us, we're all in, man. We're all in. So walk with Jesus, baby. (laughs) Love it.
0: And that was Walk With Jesus by Consume By Fire. And thank you so very much to Caleb, Jordan and Josh for joining us today for the artist interview. I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. There are many other interviews that you can listen to. Catch up with the artists, their stories and their music on the Artist Interview podcast. So just go to your favourite podcast platform, search that up. And why not do us, do us a favour, share it with your friends. There's so much good news, so much hope, so much joy in it. I look forward to joining you on the next episode. God bless. You've been listening to The Artist Interview, a Hope FM podcast. Find us at hopefm.com forward slash the Artist Interview.